everybody. You've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Anya. And this is Josh. I give you a D minus. That was pretty good. <laughs> it was a little better. Well, it's because I had my last <laughs> bite of food, and then I thought that was it, but then I had to inhale, <laughs> and I sounded like I was about 75 years old. We did a previous take, and it, it was sounded like you were on your deathbed. It was really bad. I mean, I hadn't had any juice yet, and now I'm drinking my pomegranate cherry juice. Oh, yeah. Which is named Kaiju, which kaiju? I like. Oh. I, I don't know if it's pronounced that way, but I think... Well, that's not as good. Isn't it a Quebecois company? Is it? Oh, no. Ugh, gross. <laughs> no, no, that's good. But it's... It's, it's uh, not a giant monster Japanese company? Yeah, because, like, Kaiju is the, like, Godzilla-type monsters. Oh. That's what they're called. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. You yeah. are French, so therefore you recognize things that we don't. So it is Tuesday, July 2nd. We're going to be chatting about the 5th through the 11th. We don't even have a schedule printed up in front of us yeah. yet because it came off the wire at like 4 or 5 o'clock and now it's... 752. We don't actually know what's playing either. We're just gonna like say movies we hope that we (laughs) might get. Lee sent out the schedule and I have it done at home so it'll be printed tomorrow. But everything's delayed today because it was Canada Day and it fell on a Monday. So that means everybody was closed and everything. So so it means a slightly shorter turnaround for our programming. And we were closed yesterday. It's like one of the only what is it? Is like Canada Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas. Yeah. Are we closed all of Christmas Eve? Or do we close it early? Yeah. I no. literally don't remember. Well, for a couple of years now, I've told Lee that I don't care about New Year's Eve. Because he had said, oh, well, we don't want to make anyone work New Year's Eve. And I'm like, I'd work New Year's Eve. I don't care. And I thought it'd be fun if we kind of either had it go, like, program it so the movie ends at 1130. Yeah. And then tell people, oh, stick around and we'll stick the... The ball drop. The ball drop on the big screen or something, yeah. you know? I would do that. I've had the idea once of doing, like, a specific Mayfair... New Year's Eve party. Yeah. You just need to do it. Like, you know, like for the Oscars? Right. But like for New Year's Eve, I don't know what we do. There's what a we bunch scream? of New Year's Eve themed we movies. Champagne, obviously, I guess. Yeah. So same as Oscars. New Year's Evil. We could play that horror movie that you probably love. You've never heard of it. I have never heard of it. <laughs> I was going to say the movie New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, but that's like a rom-com. We can't do that. There's when Harry met Sally. People only which... want to watch gory horror movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Start off the year, right? We learned that. Too much thinking films like New Year's Eve. No, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it'd be cool to do something because it's, it's always a tough call because on Canada Day, a couple years ago, Targ was open and Gwen and I went there and it was Ghost Town. Wow. And even I came into the Mayfair on Canada Day and... The bike ride here, which is like a 10-minute bike ride, it was ghost town. So it's X amount of people are doing the cottage thing or going to their friend's house or are lunatics and are going to go downtown and be... Did you cattle your way like onto the, the hill? It was really empty. Oh, yeah? I go every single year. And this year was pretty empty. Huh. I think it's because they put... They changed the security system. You had to like walk over a kilometer. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> like instead of... Oh, right. Like if you're on... Is it Wellington? Yeah. yeah. If you're on Wellington, you couldn't just, like, walk up the hill. Oh. It was all guarded off. You had to, like, walk down past everything, past the Supreme Court, and then double back. Holy go cow. through security, and then walk back up to right. the hill. Because, like, not that long so ago... I think a lot of people were like, no thank you. <laughs> yeah, it used to be you could just walk straight in right there. Yeah. But, yeah, and I remember when I was a kid, you used to be able to drive... My mom would drive up onto Parliament Hill because there was a nice view behind... And she would take us and we all look, oh, that's cool. That's Quebec over there, whatever. But now you can't do that. So there's just been slowly 
horrible people ruining our fun and making it harder and harder with security. But yeah, that blows my mind that you can't just walk up on the hill. Mm. Did you see Ryan Reynolds? I heard Ryan Reynolds yeah. was there. What was he doing? We didn't stay for the whole thing. Like, I usually just go to see the snowbirds. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hear a speech or two. And then usually I take off, see what's on Sprite Street. For- but yeah, we were just like watching and I was like, hey, there's that dude. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was like, the, the dude. I'm the Canadian. And I yeah. couldn't find the words. It's the like, guy from Best Friends <laughs> and uh, other rom-coms that I vaguely remember. And then they're like, holy smokes, that's Ryan Reynolds. And I think he was just like a guest. He was like introducing a band or something or... I didn't hear him speak. I'm so not weird. What was he doing here? I know he's Canadian. So they should have just had someone in a Deadpool costume. Yeah. Like, it must be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like, how'd they get him? Yeah, I just... Canada Day, in my youth, I would go down and brave downtown. But now it just, to me, like, I, I don't love the sun, so no. that doesn't help any. And it's just kind of like shuffling around like zombies in the sun all day. Yeah. I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. It's well, the last thing I would do, but I mean, that doesn't, not to be mean or anything. I mean, yeah. I people love it, but just for me, I'm just like, oh, I can just hang out with friends and chill. Uh, I'm good with that. Yeah. And watch New Year's Eve <laughs> on Canada Day. Why? Who knows? But uh, I always go in the morning. There's not a lot of people in the morning. Yeah, that makes sense. I usually leave by two because that's when all the drunk people start showing up. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I go after my morning coffee, and then I leave. And yeah. then the, like, stupid youth comes in, and then I'm nice. like, okay, bye-bye. They had already shown up, but they're drunk at that point. Oh. <laughs> like, they showed up earlier, started drinking, and then by two, they're nicely toasted. Like, well, time to leave. It is funny, because where I live, kind of right at the top of the Glebe, near Bank Street, it's just almost like a strange Noah's Ark slash zombie thing happening, where yeah. just a bunch of people in red shuffling their way north where are all these people in red going and they're going hey yeah. hey and man the snowbirds flew over a lot a lot a lot the whole day it was very loud it was strange almost i thought i was like did they do this it seemed like more than normal i, don't I know. think so yeah they only flew by parliament twice when i was there but i didn't stay there all day they were flying around orleans i assume they got lost <laughs> nobody wants to go to orleans no just kidding that's where i wanted to go but yeah, it was weird, because I was like, I feel like they're supposed to stop eventually, <laughs> and they never, well, they must have eventually, but I just kind of like, we're not coming back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they do exactly, like, it's like, they just start and they go all day, or like, they, do they yeah. stop every hour? I don't even know. They do, like, cool things, and they did my favorite thing this year, which is, like, during the national anthem, mm-hmm. they came from behind the Peace Tower. Oh, yeah. All together, and then they all spread out. Yeah, like, that is fun. The other time when they were flying by, they were all like perfectly lined up between you and I. It's, it's crazy. Podcast. Yeah. You can't yeah. See the distance. <laughs> very close by. Real close. Trust me. It looked really good. <laughs> we posted a picture on Twitter, and I think it was a UK cinema, and I'm paraphrasing, but it used some UK swear word, but it was like, sawed off sunshine stay inside and watch movies in the dark that's amazing that was gonna be like bollocks bollocks just with no nothing ever since i was a kid even my idea of summer like i went to like a summer what do you call it like a community center thing and it was you would go and you would you know there was a pool and you would go on field trips in the museum and stuff but there was a few times where we got to go to watch a movie and we've done that here sometimes where a community center will come in or like a, a class. Mm. My most fun memory of summer is oh, yeah. getting out of the sun and being in the dark and watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure or <laughs> Ice Pirates or something on the big screen. 
Yeah, that that, uh, that would be delightful. I, I wish I had done that. If I lived in Ottawa for as a class, maybe I would have got that. But yeah. I couldn't imagine coming here as a kid to do something like that. That would have been amazing. Well, just today, I was running errands. A friend of mine was helping me fix my bike. My left pedal just burst through two or three pieces. Yikes. And While so, you were biking? Yeah. And so and I didn't do anything. Like And so I was, I was biking, and it's kind of like right foot okay, left yeah. foot on like a third of a pedal. And like, it was difficult. So we managed to get the left pedal off. Okay. And a new thing put on, but couldn't get the right pedal off. It's just, mm. it's, I don't know. I think we need like a power tool or something. Yeah, and you don't want it to be a, one is different than the other, I guess. Like, That's what I'm at look. now. It's like a Frankenstein bike. Yeah, you don't really have a choice at this point. It's yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Huh. But we drove past, we went to Tim Hortons so I could try their new vegan breakfast. There you go. And then we drove past Targ and there was a big group of kids outside Targ. And my friend said, are they waiting to get into Targ? And I thought, oh, they're probably waiting to get on the bus and go into a museum or something. It's probably yeah, some community like center. kids do. But then we went by, and one of them was about to open the door. And I'm like, are they on a field trip to House of Targ? Are they going to, like, a... Oh. And we wanted to go and join them. Man. I'm at this community center. That's but smart. They might have done it. They might have, like, talked to the Targ guys and said, hey, can we come in in an afternoon? And yeah. So. And possibly even, yeah, because you could do it like, okay, it's free play and we pay you X amount yeah. or whatever. Or even if it's like, come in, have a couple of pierogies, and if it's not free play and every yeah. kid has a couple bucks to spend or something. but mm. Yeah, that'd be interesting, because I guess you really could crunch the numbers and be like, okay, you pay blank and you get free play for an hour and you get three pierogies. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, it's like, we have, whenever somebody bugs us about, because they're always like, oh, the last one was Tiff is screening... Oh, shoot, what's the David Lynch movie? Lost Highway? Is yeah. that what it's called? I Mulholland mean, Drive. Mulholland Drive. They were both true. They said, oh, you guys should screen that. But it's on 35mm. And yeah. I said, well, TIFF is kind of above the law, and they often get stuff that only film festivals get, like mm. even like, the TIFF theater in Toronto. Yeah. So I said, I'm pretty sure all those David Lynch movies aren't in distribution right now, and so you kind of got to go to Toronto to see these fancy screenings because they won't send us them. Yeah. But I said, really, it comes down to, if you wanted to... It costs you some money, but if you if you just do the math and you have a, a you have enough friends who can all chip in ten bucks, yeah, you could totally rent the Mayfair and do a private screening. And if it's private and you don't put it on the marquee and don't put mm-hmm. it on Facebook, and it's it's private, so it's yeah. just like watching the movie at home. So that's how you can watch your favorite movie, and especially if it's like an event. And people have done it, and they're really smart. If it's a birthday or something, forty friends all chip in, or twenty friends chip in twenty bucks, yeah. 40 friends all chip in 10 bucks, yeah, whatever. that's how rich your friends are. Yeah. It's, it's like, you don't need as many. Or even if it's a bit more, and like your wife or your girlfriend chips in 100 bucks, and then your friends chip in a bit more. Yeah. But people have done that, and it totally works. And then you get to, because we kind of get spoiled. You're like, oh yeah, other people can't watch movies they want all the time yeah, yeah. on the big screen. Yeah, other people can't come in on Canada Day when we're closed. Wow, we would never do that. <laughs> that's crazy talk. Ooh. <laughs> Well, I didn't come in, so technically it must not have happened. That's no, kind of how I. There's look no at evidence that we came in and did something cool yeah. on Canada Day. If I'm not here, nothing ever happens. That's that's how I look at it. But still, it is amazing. I always wanted that, like you know, before working here, I was like, wow, I can't even imagine. Oh man! And then be able to come to like stuff here after hours or like well, what did special you do? things. Don't say the movie, but what was yeah. it for? Your anniversary? It was, or? Yeah, it was for my fifth anniversary, the fifth dating anniversary. Because like yeah. we got. 
it was June 20th, but June 1st was our wedding anniversary. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out, and June 1st was just, like, too awkward. The time didn't work out for us or whatever, but, like, for the 20th, it was, it was like, okay, I think I can pull this off. And yeah. I was like, I'd only been here, like, six months or, like, less than a year. And I'm like, ah, Mr. Josh, <laughs> would it be all right if... And I was like, no, get back to work. Yeah, like... <laughs> I was, like, so, I don't know. I was a lot more timid in my first, like, chunk of time here. I was just, like, I, I don't know. What's, they're going to get mad. They're not going to I was, like, yes, Bob Cratchit, but we're docking your pay. Yeah. I was, and, and you're, like, oh, I read it by Lee, and it's fine. I was, like, what, really? Oh, oh man. <laughs> and I was still, like, you know, so that was, like, that was pretty huge. And that like, is the best thing, and I've done it a couple times for, like, friends, kids, birthday parties or something, and just being able to kind of sneak in before or after. Yeah. And watch stuff. Yeah, depending on the age of the people. Although, yeah. I guess, as, as it gets older, it's like, the earlier is the better for most people, but... That's how you're more and more. You used to do after hours, but now I'm more like, eh, let's do it at 10 a.m. on a Sunday, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, like yeah, come on, get yourself some coffee, just relax. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to stay up till 1. I remember when I first started working here, like my first month, Lee had always mentioned to me, especially when I worked at the Mayfair in Orleans, you could do private screenings, blah, blah, blah. And the timing was just perfect, and I was like, hey, Lee, do you think I could do that on this night? And he's like, oh, yeah, Andrew is working, so, like, just ask him. I'm sure it'll be fine. And I remember at the other location, they said, you just give the manager a case of beer as a thank you. Okay. So I didn't yeah. realize, like, how easy it is. How I back <laughs> oh, So I got, like, the biggest, most expensive case of beer. Oh, man. And got it delivered by a parent because I don't even know if I was legal ah. drinking age. And then Andrew was taking the bus, right? And he's like, uh, like what do oh, I do man. with this huge case of beer? He's like, this was really not necessary, but uh, I was new and I was an overachiever. Yeah. That's, man, I, if I was him, I would have just brought back a couple of bottles each shift. Like, just that chip makes away a lot at of sense. it. Yeah. That's how I've, I've learned to do things by biking to work. I'm just like, why did I buy all these two for five dollar chips and juice boxes? <laughs> and stuff so I'm like okay I'll bring back this one day and this the next it's perfect I was holding some nerd posters here and you almost stole my uh, Spider-Verse poster yeah and you were taking a bunch of posters I think for your nephew or niece or something yeah yeah and I was like wait what are those most of them were fine most they, of them were fine it they was were Spider-Verse they were doubles all of them were doubles except Spider-Verse it, it was like quote unquote old by that point so I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. surely this is fine it was not fun. No. <laughs> but, you know, those are great gifts for kids who don't realize you're not spending money on them. We get so many requests for donations, you know, and it's really almost every day now. It's crazy. And so when somebody asks, and it's like Children's Hospital or some run to fight cancer or yeah. something like that, we will give them a few movie passes. But we get asked so much, we can't give a ton. We can't be like, here's 20 passes. <laughs> so you get either people who get crazy like, not greedy, but just, you know, reaching for the stars. Yeah. And they're like, can you guys give us a private screening? And you got to explain to them, like, well, no, you got to pay a distributor <laughs> fee if it's, like, a public thing. Yeah. And we're not going to pay that. So you got to talk them off the ledge. So a good thing for certain fundraisers, if it's, like, a college group or a kid's group, yeah. it's like, I'll give you a whole bunch of movie posters because we've got too many movie posters. We, can't, we And we get sent too many. Yeah. So if it's some kid-related charity... I'll get like five or six, you know, Hotel Transylvania, or yeah. the Emoji Movie, not Spider Verse, not Spider Verse, <laughs> everything <laughs> else though, stuff that we're not going to show ever, ever, or ever again, <laughs> or never showed in the first place. Because that's the weird thing is that you would think the powers that be could save so much money by just putting a little bit of effort into it, but we get sent, and every cinema in the world, I yeah. guess, just get sent everything. So movies that we're never going to show, yeah. like the Emoji Movie or Aquaman or Transformers, 
we get posters for them. Mm-hmm. And they're sending them in a poster tube, and even if they're getting some kind of discount, yeah. they're still sending them, and we can't really go on eBay and be like, hi, we're the Mayfair, we're sending them this poster for $50. Yeah. But I think we can get away with it of giving them away as prizes or giving them away to charity. Yeah. But we get too many. We yeah. Keep and we do go through every once in a while and toss a bunch, but there's stuff that don't feel bad about cinema history being ruined, because <laughs> you're like... This is a movie no one watched, and it's just a big face, yeah. and bye-bye poster, That's sorry. That's half the problem with the poster, it's just like, it's a floating head, or it's gross, you know, painted on giant face. Like, and people come in and are like, do you have posters like Back to the Future or Goonies? Yeah. No. <laughs> and if we did, <laughs> yeah, if we did, we keep them. Yeah. But however, Emoji Movie. Emoji Movie. <laughs> we might have a couple left. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. possible. But, uh, yeah, okay, so let us chat about the upcoming week. I'm excited. I don't, I don't know what it is. So this will all be a surprise to you. Yeah, first uh, time I've never known. So let's see if I can do this all in order. So, a new film called Peter Lou. It's directed by Mike Lee, who's a big oh, yeah. shot filmmaker. It is um, a period piece from the early 1800s, where a peaceful pro-democracy rally in St. Peter's Field in Manchester turned into one of the bloodiest and most notorious episodes in British history. Jesus, that's not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah, and it's it's a big epic film. It's two and a half hours. Man, it's a nice looking picture. Like, it just looks like a calm crowd. Everything looks fine so far. It's like, it's cool. You're like, bloodbath, yeah. (laughs) Nothing could possibly go wrong in Peterloo. Excited about that. The White Crow, which is from director Rafe Fiennes. Oh, I didn't know you rejected it. Interesting. Not Ralph, Rafe. Yeah, gotta get it right. And it's Dumb. about, see if I can pronounce this right, Rudolf Nur. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Rudolf Nuriev? Nuriev? That sounds right. I've been looking at that poster. You know that? Sorry? The dancer Rudolf Nuriev. I think I'm missing a syllable in there. I, I mean, it sounds right, though. It's this very Nuriev? famous dancer's yeah. life story. Which dancer is that? <laughs> you know. Say the Rudy? name. Rudy? 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 Rudy G. Rudy G. <laughs> My boy. Directed by Red Dragon himself. Red um, Dragon. Or the, M? Yeah, he's he's been everyone. Or uh, that guy with no nose? What's that guy? <laughs> is he in the movie too? Or? I don't think he is. I think he just directed it. All right. Well, that's good though. I can't... Every time I say, I'm like, how did they get your nose to fall off in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just added a lot more face. <laughs> they could never have done that effect pre-computer graphics. Yeah. Because... Not well. Anyway. This might look silly, but I'm pretty sure what they did is paint his nose green. And then erase oh, it out God. frame by frame. Those deleted scenes. I gotta see that deleted scene. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my God. Uh, he, he wouldn't be as menacing battling Harry Potter when he just had his nose painted green. Yeah, and, and you know, and he's not the most menacing looking character anyway. Yeah. But, you know, that's a whole other podcast right there. Yeah, it's not for that magic. I think I could take him. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you sighing about? Sorry. I'm just distracted. We won't say why. You're taking shots at. On his head's not in the game. his name is. Who's what? Harry Potter's villain? Voldemort. Voldemort, that's the one. He who must not... You just said his name! Oh, God! He <laughs> no. shall not be named. Oh, oh my God! Of a really bad Potterhead. Now oh, he's going to come here. Potterhead. It wasn't until seeing the movies, we showed whatever movie it was here years ago, and I had for some reason thought that Harry Potter was kind of in more of like a Lord of the Rings kind of world. Yeah. And then I saw the movie, and there's like... Big screen TVs and iPods and cars. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought Flying this was cars. like... Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's present day. They just go to a magic land. But it's, it's Hogwarts, but then everyone else is muggles. So it's like... Yeah. Like simpletons. Like us. Like it's we just have, nice. We <laughs> just have, like, mean. we live our normal life and that's fine. But if you're a wizard... 
then you get transported into this world. So yeah, it sounds pretty like hoity-toity though. They're like, oh, your life is it's fine. Sure, I mean, you know, you're not a wizard like me, but yeah, no, it's cool. You're doing whatever you're doing. I, one of the movies, the one that everyone likes, Prisoner of Azkaban, third yeah. one, was the, directed by. Gotta the, get the name right. The director Rudolph Gurian. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that name was. He gave Harry Potter Converse. And so that was super real world like, as well. The shoes? Yeah, like Harry okay. Potter's wearing Converse in the movie. he taught him how to talk or something. He's no, like, no, no. It, you're doing a good job conversing there. It's so like, that was like a real world thing where you're like, oh, well, that's, it's not even like a no-name brand. Man. But I remember seeing one of the movies and the kid had an iPod on. And I was like, wait, what? Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it, like people are like, they like it so much because they're like, ooh, maybe it's real. Yeah. It's not though. Not like Jedi. Or is it? Do we say not like jazz? No, Jedi's. Oh, Jedi. <laughs> I was like, like jazz. jazz is real. <laughs> jazz is real. We have a documentary right now. Yeah, about so that. I'm like, this is weird. It's like you doubled down on that. You're like, jazz music does not exist. A harsh stance. Yeah, this took, got weird there. Okay, what are we talking about here? The next one's about jazz. <laughs> next, we have a couple screenings of Book Smart held over for a third week. Oh, nice. Which is favorite. doing so well. It's a great movie. For the first time, in years, we have uh, a double booking with Booksmart on at 1 o'clock on Saturday oh. and at 9.15. Damn. That hasn't happened in a long, long, long time. I remember the last time I, it happened and I don't know what it was, but yeah. I remember it happening. I made that recommendation, so everyone please come out. Please come. Oh, so boy. Lee doesn't get angry with uh, me. Not reputation. We dock on you's pay if <laughs> 40 people don't show up. Think of all the fun stuff we could have played during that slot. <laughs> but it's been doing really well, which I'm glad. The funniest thing... We got a bunch of requests from some of our lovely older patrons saying, oh, it's on at 9 o'clock, that's past our bedtime. And I said, don't worry, I think it's coming back for a second week and there'll be matinees, which did happen. Right. So I worked a matinee on Saturday or Sunday, and we played it, and I seen the movie, and I loved it. But it's, I don't know, it's no racier than, like, Superbad or American Pie or whatever. Lady Bird even, probably. Well, yeah, probably. But I think because a movie gets acclaimed and a certain group of folks think that means it's like a tasteful, highbrow movie. Yeah, like, like, like a, a Dench film or something. Yeah, <laughs> a Dench film. But there was four walkouts that I saw. Wow. And they didn't even get to some of the really crazy stuff like the girls having hallucinations or doing drugs. or like. <laughs> wow. But that fascinates me that would go to something and not... But I, I believe, say if you went back decades, like I bet you that happened at Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. And Saturday Night Fever. Well, Psycho, probably. Psycho, yeah. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Something that gets acclaim, and then people go to it, and they're like, oh, this still has swearing and violence in yeah. it, or whatever. There's, there's yeah. too much violence in this war film. Yeah. You're like, man, let's just save Private Ryan. I don't need to see all this gore. Like, jeez. But yeah, we had quite a few walkouts on Booksmart, which That's, I think is hilarious. I can maybe, like, I understand it. And there's also, you know, like, I mean, the soundtrack's kind of bombastic at times. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, like, obviously rap music. There was some Run the Jewels, which I really was uh, into. My wife hasn't, she doesn't know if she wants to see Booksmart. She's worried that she, she might not like it. She does want to see it. Yeah. I, I know, I was like, ah, uh, there was a high uh, quotient of Run the Jewels uh, songs in there. It Kind of, they kept playing the same song throughout the movie, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know if I sold her on it, but I'm trying. This is a personal message to Emily. <laughs> Emily. You need this. You want to see Book Smart. You, need, you want to be smart, don't you? Yeah. Book Smart. It's just so great. Oh, it's so great. I love see? that movie so much. I'm considering watching it a second time. Oh, yeah. yeah. You should watch it at one and nine in the same <laughs> day yeah. and save your job. I wouldn't be surprised if it was back for a fourth week. I think we just have it only for a couple of screenings because we had some other stuff yeah but i wouldn't be surprised if it's back again next week but do come see that the other holdover is the dead don't die nice the, oh that's good the jim jarmusch zombie film we have oh, it shoot. on two screenings sunday 
the 7th and Wednesday the 10th. I'm going to see it mm. moments from now. Yeah, I might come tomorrow, but if I can't, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss it. So hopefully now uh, I get two more chances to not go. So I'm going, yeah, I'm going tonight to see that. And then we have uh, an auto premiere of a horror film called I'll Take Your Dead. And on Friday night, the producer will be here to Ooh. do the introduction and a Q&A afterwards. That's cool. And it's a Canadian film. It's one of these movies that, depending on who you're pitching it to, is either a thriller or a horror film. Because I think if they're going for like award season, it's a thriller. Because right. I don't think it's supernatural. I don't think it's fantastical. I think it's just like a more of like a mob crime-ish story. Okay. But with dead bodies involved. Yeah, because the poster definitely, yeah, it rides the line between both. Like, it doesn't necessarily look like a horror film. But I mean, there's, I believe there's a corpse on the poster. I believe it's about a guy who makes bodies disappear. Okay. So that's where yeah. the gore is in the film. But he's not like a funeral parlor director. I think it's one of those like he wants out. This was his last one last one corpse. La- I think it is. One last corpse. <laughs> and then it goes horribly that wrong. Dead, that one dead over there. Then yeah. I'm done. And then we kick off our Women Directors Film Fest for the month of July which I'm very excited about and hope everybody comes out to support with Amy Heckerling's Fast Times at Ridgemont High on July 7th and 8th. Huge. It's from 1982. It's the first of four 1980s female-directed films that we're screening throughout the month. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, if you haven't seen it, is written by Cameron Crowe, who went on to win an Oscar for Almost Famous. He wrote so many good things. And it's got Sean Penn in his breakthrough role, and Phoebe Cates, and Judge Reinhold right before he did all the Beverly Hills Cop stuff. Yeah, before he became, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and our friend Nick Cage is in it. I thought, see, I was going to say, I was like, in my head, I'm like, I think Cage is in this. I'm pretty he's sure Cage is in it. Yeah, yeah. Say it. Blurt that out. And okay. I was like, no, I don't want to look stupid. He's not in it much, <laughs> but he's in it. I knew it. You know what's funny is that, well, it's not funny at all, but you know what's <laughs> a thing is that I watched this for the first time last year. I'd never seen it before. Oh, yeah. And it, it's really good. It's like, really it's actually good. good. It's yeah. not one of those like, oh, it was in the 80s. I saw it when I was a teenager and it's so oh, great. My memories of it are great. It's actually good it's yeah. well written it's not it's not stupid like it's it's just it's so easy to fall for these dumb characters and stuff like that in a movie kind of like that but it's smart it's really well done if you look at something like Revenge of the Nerds oh, yeah. which is a bit of a different genre but around the same time like within two years of this movie I think yeah and Revenge of the Nerds does not hold up no, well. It's just it's like, so lowbrow. It's like, so lowbrow. It's offensive to women, to gay folks, to black folks. It's, like it's, it doesn't hold up well. Like comedies, even it's kind of offensive. Yeah. Like it's just it's not really funny. I, I, I'm sure maybe it was, like I might, I'm sure as a teenager, you know, I might have laughed, but it's yeah. just it is not good. <laughs> Days of Confused is good, but I get so cringy about it because there's so much bullying. Yeah. And what do you call it when you pour ketchup and? Throw eggs at kids. Yeah, you still know. bullying. I still bullying. <laughs> hazing, hazing. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. I just assault. Get, I think I, it's assault. Word. Yes, another breaking one. law. I yeah. get so. I'm so lucky to have gone to an artsy school where nobody attacked me and yeah. did that. They spray you with ketchup. You're like, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. It actually <laughs> yes. looks amazing. That was my one man show. Yeah, it's totally unrelated. So yeah, so Fast Times. Yeah, I mean, it's almost quaint in comparison, despite having one of the most famous nude scenes in the history of modern cinema. Ah, it's a good movie. Very I mean, good movie. Penn is actually, like, his character is oh, quite yeah. good. Like, I mean, for a, you know, kind of a dummy stoner, I guess, it, like, the story arc is actually pretty great. Like, and considering what Sean Penn became yeah. 
if you watch this movie, you think, oh, he's going to be Jim Carrey. Yeah. But instead he became this heavy, dramatic actor, yeah. really political in real life. It shows he's a good actor, because yeah, yeah. you would never guess that from and watching we, the movie. We meant early to mid-period Jim Carrey. Yes, not later yes, period Jim not Carrey, Jim which Carrey. he did become... And not the point, not the point. Yeah. And our other three films for the month are Real Genius, directed by Martha Coolidge, Pet Cemetery, directed by Mary Lambert, and Suburbia, directed by Penelope Spheris. So, four cool movies throughout the month of July. Yeah. And come see them all. Real Genius, we're pretty sure is the Ottawa premiere... Because I've never seen it. it's from 1985, but Lee was pretty sure that it never got a theatrical release here. I feel he, like he would know. <laughs> well, he said there was. It wasn't. You can go check out like the ratings. Okay. And it didn't have a rating, which means that nobody applied to get it. It's PG or whatever. Okay. Back in the day, Suburbia is a premiere, and that's a restoration from our friends over at Shuck Factory. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. We yeah. love them. And yeah, and it, uh, Pet Cemetery is great, you know, with the new one just coming out. It's neat to see the original. Yeah. And Suburbia is directed by Penelope Spheris, who, crazy career, but did all kinds of cool rock and roll documentaries. Yeah. But also directed Wayne's World and Black Sheep and yeah. Beverly Hillbilly. So did some so real bad. mainstream 90s films. <laughs> that really went, like, on yeah, a weird yeah. <laughs> trajectory there. But we're all profitable. Are you yeah. leaving? You running away? No. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought you were getting ready to go. Yeah. I'm just thinking of all of the because of the situation. <laughs> the situation. Now you... I have to coordinate all of these other things because the person <laughs> that broke up with my friend. Oh, you even said I didn't think you were going to say that even. Oh, well, I'm not naming. Don't names, name names. But yeah, they just broke up before this, and yeah. we all had tickets to go to Blues Fest together. Oh no, that's awkward. I'm like, well, you're not going to stand together. No, true. Huh? It is a. It's well, a big I'm going to guess that he's not coming, but I'm like. Yeah. Depends on how bad he likes that whatever band it is, I guess. No, but now I'm thinking like, oh, is she still gonna want to come? If it's like it's there's obviously gonna be an elephant in the room. Well, yeah. It's a I big room though. Like it's, it's an <laughs> elephant in the giant field. And here's what since you brought it up, here's what I say. In, in case she's listening. <laughs> I've been waiting on this one. If somebody breaks up with you in a weird manner for no reason, yeah. and they're being really strange and it really makes you sad, that's probably for the best. Yeah. It's probably for the best. And you can move on, and yeah. you're better off. And the percentage of people that get back together after a breakup and yeah. stay together is nothing. Yeah, it's it's like one percent. Yeah, you know nobody's like we were married for forty years after I did a stupid thing. You yeah. know, doesn't happen. So my advice to someone like this, if I knew your friend, would be like. I know it's tough, but just don't fret about it. Just True. be like, yep, time to move on. And he could have been, like, bitten by a werewolf or something. And he's just what trying he's to learn how easy, you know? <laughs> like, it, it could be a totally good I'm guessing, because I just saw that Ida Lupino movie, that it's a secret family. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> secret family. It's probably the only way out of this. Is the person a traveling salesman? <laughs> okay, oh, You might have to become one. Yeah. You know, this town, you know? Uh, We're coming for you, Rudolph. Rudolph. We're going with that. And that's why Anya's been distracted this podcast because she's been looking at people oh, breaking up yeah, on her phone. It's real sad. All of these people trying to comfort and also trying to be like, I don't want to be a dick. Sorry. I <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> There's our rating gone. Yeah, great. What about LJ? We were all going to go see this oh, concert Yeah, we know the exact band you were all going to go oh, see. Oh, now we're going to puzzle piece together. Who <laughs> Are you doing the lighting for LJ? Because that would be even maybe. better. If I'm follow spotting that show, yeah, you see I'll where find you guys. This. Yeah. You find the guy. Oh, yeah. Spotlight on him. Be like, everyone throw popcorn at this guy. (laughs) I assume they have popcorn at Blues Fest, too. My whole life is popcorn. We're also assuming it's a guy because only guys do stupid things. Well, she she, she said a guy, I think. I hope. Huh? You said it was a guy, right? Yeah. 
So, so I, you covered that pretty I texted my boyfriend. I was like, in brackets, most guys suck in caps. Nice. <laughs> and he was like, not all guys. Oh, no, wait, she said not all guys. Yeah, guy. he's like, I agree, and I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah. It's good that he pointed that out. Yes. Just uh, to remind you. And on that happy note. And I, speaking of happy notes, I meant <laughs> to say Fred Gwynn, a.k.a. Herman Munster, a.k.a. Sometimes Dead is Better, died. Well, I mean, That's he's been happy. dead a while, yeah. but he died, like, yesterday or today. It was the anniversary oh. of his death. So, I mean, that's But sucked. it was years ago, yeah. Well, true, but yeah. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. July, you know, we're honoring his... It's our belated tribute to the great character actor Fred Gwynn. Yeah, you see? He was in Car 54, Where Are You? Not that terrible sense. movie. So, yeah, come to that in a few weeks. Do it. Okay, we're going to wrap this up so I can go watch a zombie movie and these two chumps can yeah. work and not watch zombie movies. We have to hear about Fast Times and Anya's life. Yeah, yeah. Go visit our friends at House of Targ. As we mentioned, they are always awesome. We are makeertheater.ca on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go say nice things about us on all the podcast apps and social medias and give us thumbs ups yeah. and hearts and retweets and mm-hmm. whatever. Come see the I'll Take the Dead. The, the yeah, producer yeah, guy's going to be there. You don't want it to be weird for him. I Come always on. like those shows we pack because, yeah. you know, the guy's coming to, to say hi. Come yeah, say yeah. hi to him. Come and like the movie. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon at the Maker. Bye. 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 Now tell us about your friend. Aha, tell us everything. We need details. Universal Pictures presents everything you always wanted to do in high school with everyone you always wanted to do it with. Hey, bud. <laughs> Let's party! They're the students of Ridgemont High. <laughs> Brad Hamilton, the fast food king. I shall serve no fries for their time. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna kick 100% of your ass. Charles Jefferson, <laughs> a man with a mission. Oh, gnarly! Linda Barrett, not exactly the girl next door. Awesome! Totally awesome! And Jeff surfs up Spicoli. People on moods should not drive. That was my skull. I'm so wasted. See Fast Times at Ridgemont High.